welcome back to another episode of the Welly Banter Podcast. I hope you're all doing extremely well and still enjoying the sunshine. This week I have got a stonker for you. So what have we got coming up this episode? We've got World Milk Day, um, we've got all the amazing shows that I've been to and all the ones that are sadly cancelled this year. We've got an amazing question from one of our lady listeners and we've also got a listener confession. Now, let me tell you, this lovely listener is a rebel, so stay tuned for that because you're not going to want to miss it. So I love all these international days, you know, the ones where you get the calendar and you can find out, you know, it's um, World Pencil Day or World Throw a Cushion on the Ground Day. You know where I'm going with this, there's so many of them. But when I researched for this podcast and found out that today, the 1st of June, as I am recording this podcast, today is World Milk Day, I thought, wow, it couldn't be any more fitting. So over on my Instagram, on Welly Banter Creations, I have created a post just to show my gratitude, my thanks and my appreciation to all of the dairy farmers out there. Um, because one, I quite frankly think they are amazing. I've been there, I've done that, I know how hard work it is, I know what the long hours are like, so take my hat off to them and I thank them. So don't forget to thank a farmer today. Actually, don't forget to thank a farmer every day because without them, we definitely wouldn't be fed or watered in terms of anything other than water. I mean, your beer, your cider, etc, etc wine if you class them as great farmers um so yeah so thank a farmer today it's world milk day show appreciation go buy milk from your local farmers go buy cheese ice cream um oh my god i forgot all the byproducts there are yogurts you know the list is endless but it's not just that you know they do wheat and corn and grain and all the other things um that come with that so Thank you, farmers. Um, I appreciate it, and I'm sure the rest of my listeners do too. So this episode, we're going to dive into um, the most amazing shows that we have in the UK. And let's admit it, we do have some cracking agricultural shows and in this country. Um, and horse shows too. There are some, you know, we're very, very fortunate to have lots of country estates that we can have, your Burleys, your Badmintons, etc. Um, so I want to give them a bit of appreciation and a chat through today and talk about my favourite parts of all the shows. And obviously this year, they've the majority of them have been cancelled because of COVID-19. Um, I know we're all fed up of talking about it, but it's a current occurrence and it's not really a subject we can quickly skip over because it's happening we're de- having to deal with it um and so what in terms of shows you've obviously got all your local ones so i don't know about you but we have quite a few local agricultural shows so you know your local town ones as such um and in this area they are very very busy very popular which is great obviously for the community um, and what's nice about them is you do get people from all walks of life. So I know at ours, we obviously have um, your sheep and your livestock, you know, cattle um, parts of it. You have obviously your horse parts of it. And then there's obviously various other different entertainments side of it. Um, and it's just nice for everybody to come out from in the town as well that aren't from um, the country or farming backgrounds to come. And it's a place for everyone to congregate. Um 
they're just great. And then obviously for us farm in lot, um, we obviously like the trade stores. You obviously get your machinery stands where you can go and grab a free beer, um, etc. This is for 18 plus people only. Um, so yeah, and then obviously you've got the members tent. Um, that's always great fun. Um, you'll always find me in there at the end of the show getting absolutely bladdered. Um, or probably to be fair, at the end of the show, I probably am already bladdered um but don't tell my mum <laughs> so yeah but obviously they've all been cancelled this year so I think we're all a little bit lost and I do feel sorry for the organisations because obviously these smaller shows they count on the shows like that to obviously keep the committee going and I believe if I'm not mistaken that obviously the shows like that keep the upkeep of the showgrounds um my local one is kind of a showground as such so it needs that money from the shows um to be able to keep the upkeep and the running of it um so obviously they're going to miss out on that this year which is very very sad then what do we have so obviously all the young farmers events they're all going to be cancelled as well so the county rallies you know club rallies um public speaking competitions fields um what are they called these days are they field rallies no that doesn't sound right i can't remember someone correct me that but field field something oh god i don't know um it's where you do like fencing and those kind of sports there um they're all obviously going to be cancelled which is really really sad um i'm now too old for young farmers being 26 i've just gone over that bracket which is sad that i think when you get to that point where you are too old for young farmers you know you are officially old that's really sad um we've then obviously got our big 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 agricultural shows now these are like uh the dates for the calendar where you know that farmers are going to try and get them off if they can so the biggest one for me is the royal Welsh show obviously a week-long show in bilth wells um as a child um and then growing up to young farmers i would be there for the whole week you can guarantee that i was not going to be milking um in that week i would be down in bilth enjoying my life uh, living my best life, should I say, with far too many beers, enjoying the sunshine when it happened. I think I was actually fortunate enough that I never went to a Royal Welsh where it actually rained. Well, that's always great. You can always guarantee that it's going to be sunny on that week and the lads are all silaging and they're desperate to get the sheets, uh, the pitch sheets at the end of the night so that they can obviously quickly have a couple of hours, uh, drive down to build and obviously spend the night and then um, some of the crazy ones would then drive back first thing in the morning, whether that was legal or they were legal, I have no idea, but that's not a conversation for this podcast. Um, so yeah, but it's actually interesting that we talk about the Royal Welsh because I've actually um, just recently seen a post on the old social media that they have announced that it's going to take them five years to recover from COVID-19. Me personally, I'm a little bit baffled by that and I don't know if anybody else is because they must make one trailer load of money um, on that four-day show um, because obviously we pay when we go into the gates. If you want obviously a member's badge for the member's tent, you've obviously then got an extra cost for that all the trade stands and stalls and the food they all have to pay a hefty fee to be there and when i say hefty you're talking like a thousand pound plus um so there's that then obviously every uh class so all the livestock classes the um horse show classes they all cost a fee 
Um, I'm certain they get money as well for being on telly, so obviously on S4C. Um, you know, the income streams that go into that are endless. And you've obviously then got the Winter Fair, which happens there, and various other shows that happen during the year. So I'm a little bit baffled why it obviously costs so much money. I understand that there's obviously admin fees and prizes, etc., etc. Um, but yeah, I just love to know where that money goes. Um, I obviously do feel sorry for them, um, and I'm gonna miss the show this year as well as thousands of others. So yeah, roll on twenty twenty one. Let's make that a fantastic year. Uh, what other shows have we got? So obviously Grassland. Um, I don't think that's happened this year. I think that was cancelled. Um, and Llama, again, another huge one. Uh, the Machinery Show, cancelled. Um, and then our horse shows, obviously, girls and boys. Um, your Badminton, your Burley, your Bramham. Oh, they're just dates for the diary that we all absolutely love. Um, and I feel so sorry for, obviously, the riders and the owners and everybody that's involved with that. Obviously, being a groom myself, I understand the hard work that goes into it. And a lot of the event riders have obviously been in the balance for a while because, um, was it Burley? I think has only just been properly cancelled. Um, so they've obviously had to um and ah whether they keep their horses in top fit condition ready to go if need be um but i think we can all admit that i think the eventing season this year just needs to be wiped out or the big stuff anyway uh definitely just needs to be postponed until 2021 when we can all make sure that the horses are in tip-top condition and are ready for uh, obviously the big tracks um but not also that could you imagine trying to send a horse round um like a huge track like Babington or Burley with the ground as it is, how hard it is at the moment. Now, I know these tracks um, and these shows do the best, absolute best maintenance that they can on their ground, but I don't even think that they'd uh, be able to get top, tip-top conditions with um, the unhelpful lack of rain at the moment. Um, so yeah, let me know what your favourite shows are. The only one I've never been to, which I think needs to go on my old calendar, Charlotte, is the Royal Highland Show. Um, I've heard that, that is a fantastic show to go to, but yet to make it there. So if you've been, come find me over on the socials uh, and let me know what it's actually like, what's, you know, what's your best bit about the shows. Um, so what's my favourite thing about the shows? Um, the food tents. Okay. I'm just going to put it there. I think we all love to go in the food tents and find free food, uh, see what new things we can try. They're always great. Beer tent is always great also. Um, I actually love the shearing. I love watching the shearing competitions, whether it's at my local a county show or whether that's at the Royal Welsh and it's obviously a huge phenomenon there. Um, that's always a great one for me. Um, I'm not a huge shopper so you won't find me down the shopping aisles for too long. Um, I just hate the hustle and bustle of people. It drives me insane. Um, and I think I just really enjoy the community feel. It's a chance for farmers and equestrians to get together and potentially see different faces uh, we know that agriculture can be very lonely so these shows are times for farmers to be able to get together and see friends and have a chat and a catch up um so yeah they're just great so it's just really sad that obviously 2020 is a year where we're not going to get any but no doubt we will make 2021 the best year for shows ever 
Right, kids, let's head to a break. Um, I need to get a drink. Um, don't forget, while we're on the break, to rate and review on wherever you get your podcast. Come and find me over on the socials, either at, at the Country Equestrian or at Welly Banter Creations. Either or, I am there. Come find me. Let's head to a break. <laughs> It's our time, ladies and gents, the listener question of the week. I feel like I need one of those really cool American jingles there to add to that. Um, But this lovely, lovely listener has sent in a question, and it's based for us females in the very male-dominated area. Um, So the question this week is, being a female, how do you find it being in such a strong male environment? Okay, so for me, I've never had any different... Um, I've always been in a male-dominated environment, other than what I'm doing now. Um, In my land-based studies when I did my GCSEs, I think there was only two girls, uh, me obviously being one. Um, So that was obviously very male-dominated. But of course, high school was a bit different because I had other classes with other females. I then obviously went on to college and did agriculture. And I think there was six girls um and about 20 plus lads so again that was very male dominated you know if we ever did any um practical classes they were very much like move out the way let us do it um and thankfully the group of girls that I was with were very much like me we were like uh I don't think so step back we're quite capable thank you uh so we all bounced off each other very well we were able to put the boys in their place then after that I obviously then went straight into the farming side of things so again very male dominated um but the sort of character that I am is I'm very like I can put you in your place when you need to be but I can also act like one of the lads and have the banter and the crack so in a sense that kind of environment works very well for me I like to bounce off people and have the joke but if you step that mark oh boy you better you better step back because I'm coming for you I'm coming for you um So I don't know how other people cope with that if you're not in that mindset that I am where you can obviously bounce back at them. Um, I can imagine it can be quite difficult, but I cope quite fine and I wouldn't let it put you off um, if you're looking to get in an environment that's quite dominated um, by males. Like, get in there, put them in their place and, and show them what for. So thank you so much for your question. We really appreciate it. If you'd like to get a question in, then find me over on the socials at Country Equestrian. Pop me a DM. As you can see, it's completely confidential. So we won't say your name or Instagram handle unless you want me to. Then just say, you know, you're happy for me to say your name and we will. This one came in confidentially. uh, So I'm not going to obviously say the person's name. Okay, so... In this next section of podcast, I want to talk lady stuff. So if there's any gentlemen listening, uh, just move on for the next five minutes or so. So ladies, it's that time of year. It's summer. We've got the shorts on and we're just coming out of that winter period where we got a little bit comfortable. We haven't shaved our legs and suddenly you whack the shorts on and it's like Yogi Bear has come out of hibernation and you're suddenly like, where did that come from? Well, if you didn't, I definitely did. So I wanted to share with you my little 
secret um, on how to keep on top of this with the most amazing product in the world. So if you've not heard of them, they're called FFS, FFS Shaving. And basically, it's a subscription service. So I don't know if you're like me. I used to go through razors like no tomorrow. Um, I would go to Wilkinson's or Tesco's and I would buy um, the Wilkinson sword, I think it was. And they'd have like a box of four for something like... Oh, I don't know, nine pounds, something like that. Um, but they wouldn't last that long. The razors weren't good enough and I'd be going through them like nobody's business. Um, and then a friend recommended FFS shaving to me. Um, and as I said, excuse my phone calling right now reality of podcasting hey um so where was i yeah so it's a monthly subscription um basically i think i pay something like nine something or other um i will double check for you and um in the box you get um a gorgeous gorgeous rose gold razor and you can have the option to have your name engraved in it so of course I had mine engraved. Um, and then each month you get like a product with it. So it could be um, a shaving cream and then you get a moisturiser. I've had a nice bag. I've had a thing to stick it up in the shower with. I've had a travel head. Um, and then each month you get four blades to be able to change it with. Now I think there's five blades on each of them. And oh, let me tell you, once you've shaved your legs, right, and you come out, even if you use the cream or the moisturiser or you don't, your legs come out. I'm just going to set the scene here for you. They come out like a slippery fish. If you can imagine like how... Oh, actually, a fish is scaly. So actually, maybe that's not quite the look I was going for. But like a snake. So if you can imagine like that really soft, shiny surface, they come out like that. Like they get so close to the skin they're incredible and I wouldn't look back but the one thing I do personally and it's amazing that you can do this is you can skip a month so I don't have it every single month I have it every other month so I basically skip paying for a month and then I have it the following following month and that works really very well for me um so I'm going to leave a link in the show notes below um and if you want to have a go um and get your first box then um click the link and that will take you to their website and you can go and get your first box because I definitely highly highly recommend them for sure okay we're going to go to another really quick break and when I come back I have got a listener confession for you. Like I said at the beginning, this girl is savage. Oh, hell. She's, she, she needs to join my crew. She is definitely now part of the Welly Bance fam. That is for sure. Um, whilst we're on break, don't forget to rate and review and hit me up on the socials at the country equestrian. And I shall be back very, very soon. <laughs> Here we have it, ladies and gents, the moment you have been waiting for. It is time for our listener confession of the week. Again, I definitely need another jingle in there. Um, Like I said at the beginning, this girl is epic. She's definitely part of the Welly Bance fam, that is for sure. This one is confidential, so unfortunately I can't divulge to you who she is so that you can go and hook her up on Instagram and tell her what a legend she is. Um, So let's get right into it. This is in her words, by the way. This is what she's written, which is just beautifully written, by the way. So here we go. 
A few years back, I went to a county young farmers rally with some friends and my boyfriend. There was a barn dance that night, which we all decided to go to. During the day, they were selling wristbands. After speaking with my boyfriend, we came up with a plan on how to get me only 15 at the time and him 19 and over 8 band. Okay, where's this going? He trundled up to the desk and bought an 18 plus wristband for himself, which they applied to his arm straight away. We carried on with the day in the sorry, we carried on in the day with the scorching sunshine and decided to head for home to milk and come back later. When we arrived home, we carefully and secretly cut the band off his arm and in quotation marks glued it to my arm. <laughs> oh heck. Looking back, I don't even know why we thought this would even work. Oh hun, we've all been there, trust me. We've all tried these tricks. We reached the dance that night and split ways. I joined the queue for already purchased bands and he joined the queue to purchase another one. I'm waiting in line, nervous as hell. I look across and my boyfriend has been given his band and goes in. I, however, reach the front of the line and the big tall man at the front checks my band, slips a, fi- hey, slips a finger underneath and pop. <laughs> oh, Jesus. The band comes flying off. <laughs> Absolutely mortified, I come up with a quick story that I had been home to milk and got it caught and it had broken, to which I had glued it back on. He didn't look impressed or looked as if he believed me. The man asked me all the questions under the sun. My age? Of course I lied. My date of birth? I lied again. My young farmers club and my chairman at the time. I answered the questions and praise the Lord, he gave me the benefit of the doubt and let me in with a new 18 plus band. In I go, meet up with my boyfriend and have the best drunken night an underage YFC member should have. Yes, mate. But it doesn't end there. (laughs) Three nights later, we had a county public speaking competition. I was in the 13 to 15 age group for one of the competitions. I had to stand, say my name, my YFC and my age and proceed with my speech. I look down at the judges as I begin to speak and who is sat there as the main judge and I now... As, and now as I know, as our county chairman, yep, you guessed it, Mr. Scary Man from the dance. Safe to say I was mortified and didn't get away with it again. Oh my God, absolutely. (laughs) That is just brilliant. What a girl. I think we've definitely all been there with tricks and trays up our sleeves to try and get in as over 18s. Because um, I don't know if anybody else's young farmers were the same. Um, I think this girl must be from Wales as well. Um, because they always used to have barriers and bouncers on the bar. So the bar was like separate from the dance floor. So you couldn't get to the bar if you didn't have a wristband. Um, so we've definitely done tricks like this before. So girl, you are accepted into the Welly Bounce fam. So thank you so much for sending in your confession. I really appreciate it. And if you have a confession that you want to send me, it could literally be anything um, that you've done. It could be uh, something you've done on the farm or with young farmers or friends, college, whatever whatever it may be, um, hit me up on the socials, DM me with it, um, let me know if you want it to stay confidential and we'll definitely keep it uh, on the down low um, and you can be um, featured on next week's podcast. So thank you so, so much for watching. I really do a watching. Oh, hell no, darling. It's listening. It's a podcast. So thank you so much for listening. Um, I really do appreciate it and appreciate the support. Come find me on Insta either at Welly Banter Creations or The Country Equestrian. Um, Come give us a follow. Don't forget to rate, review uh, this podcast and 
basically share it with anybody that you think might be interested in it. Um, I hope you have enjoyed it. I hope it's been a little bit more exciting than the last one, as last one was obviously more of an introduction. We've really got into it this week. Um, so yeah, another brand new episode will be up again 7am on Tuesday next week. Um, yeah, so I suppose this is the place where I say, um, I love you. Goodbye. Thank you.